THN is brought to you by Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, Listen Nerds Like You, and Floating Bunny head creator Jonathan Sims. Head to Skelenaut.com today to see John's comics, shirts, art prints, and more. That's S-K-E-L-E-N-A-U-T.com. Ah, Yes. Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? Jolly devil. You're recording over anything important there, are you? No, absolutely not. Morning, kids. It is the first Saturday in November, November 2nd, and we are playing cover to cover. We do it every Saturday. We do it live from 11 to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. <laughs> It'll be uh, Central right. Daylight Time by the time they hear this, but yeah. That was a weird. No- oh, that was you. That was your computer. Yeah, it must have been. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> Here's how it works. You can call us at 402-819-4894 and play along, or you can get on our Facebook live chat and chat with us there. We'll talk to you there. If you can't be here live, you can send us an MP3 to nerd at gmail.com. We'd yep. love to hear from you. We have some voicemails. You can also just leave a voicemail whenever you would like on the Ziggurat hotline. Any time of day. Anytime. Like, maybe you just went and saw the new piece of shit Terminator movie, and you want to be like, ah, oh, you know who would love to hear how bad this was? Joe and Matt. Heard it was pretty great. Is it pretty great? That's what I heard. Who would you hear that from? Some guy online. Some guy online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I heard the president's not guilty. Some guy online told me. So, <laughs> totally <laughs> different. It's cool. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> Like I said, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about, and we are, uh, there's no rules. We talk about whatever you want. We can talk about comics, we can no talk rules, about movies, just right. nerd stuff. What'd you say? No rules, just right. What is that? I don't know. It's a slogan to something. Okay, cool. It's a great time. Yeah. <laughs> you off your meds? What's going on? Yes. <laughs> no rules, just right. Uh... We are about to get into it, but first, since Joe Patrick's not doing his job, I'm going to have him read the question of the week. The, it's the sl- it's the slogan for Outback Steakhouse. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I actually knew a woman that was from Australia and tried out for uh, do vo- doing voice work for the yeah. Outback Steakhouse. They told her she was too Australian, and they took a white guy that was like... Hey, my name's Ricky Feldman. I am from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and this is my tryout. Oi, Outback Steakhouse! Oi! <laughs> I mean, there are lots of white people Shrimps in Australia. Shrimps on the body! Oi! You know? <laughs> and they're like, you're perfect! <laughs> uh, this week's Shrimp on the Barbie was submitted by... Uh, whoops, wrong one, shit. <clears throat> this week's question was submitted by... Oh, H. Christ. What is your deal? I got it, I got it, I got We've it. We've never done this before, I, folks. I, I'm sorry. I'm, Brand new system. I pasted in the wrong spot. <laughs> this week's question was submitted by Trevor via the THN forums. 2019 seems like the year of finales. Game of Thrones, the Infinity Saga, the Skywalker Saga, the Fox Mutants. Has me wondering, what's the most satisfying ending to a series? And what was the least satisfying? And he's talking about everything. Movies, TV, All comics, series. books. All series. Any series. Any medium. Video games. Podcasting. Whatever, yeah. THN has the, had to have the most unsatisfying <laughs> So we want to hear from you. Let's talk finales, but there's all kinds of other stuff to talk about. Crazy stuff. There's a new Terminator movie out. Do you care? I don't think I do. Yeah, I care. I, I mean, I'll it. watch it later, but I'm not running the theaters to watch it. Or I mean, anything. I'm not going to like... 
Uh, we are officially, what are we, four weeks in after the Joker's release, and no one has been shot or killed at the theater, so we can go ahead and <laughs> rest easy there. <laughs> We've got a new X-Book, Excalibur hit this week, dealing with the Magic Mutants, and I do love the Magic Mutants so much, although I think it's a little weird that Magic's not there. No, it's not weird. Magic is on the new Mutants, I know, but where Magic's she belongs. Na- Her name is Magic. There are lots of magic characters that aren't in Excalibur, Matt. Like who else? Uh, Waiting. Uh, okay. Amanda Sefton. Oh, she's not even an ex-person. She's like extra she adjacent. Was. Yeah, she was an Give ex-person. Give me a break. Megan's not in there. Megan's dead. No, she's not. Yeah, Megan died. No, she dead. She's not dead. She did. She shows up in the book. She's in the... She can only be in magic world. She died in the real world. She can only be in magic land. And yet, there she was with <laughs> Captain Britain. <laughs> At the beginning of the book. I know, I was just messing with you. Yeah. <laughs> How come every time I try to copy this question of the week, I get some damn death metal link? There we go. Yeah, I don't know. I got it. I mean, like, copying stuff is pretty difficult. Look, I high end. got it. 402-819-4894. Uh, James Meterano says, Dark Fate was worth a view for sure. There you go. Okay. See? Some guy online. Okay. What's it sitting at on Rotten Tomatoes? Do we know? Oh, uh, I haven't checked. Let's have a look, shall we? But we got lots to talk about. We want to hear from you. We've got some voicemails we're going to get into. We are talking finales, both comic book, video game, movies, whatever. Uh, let's have a look. I'm just curious. I paid no attention. It's at 66 or 69 percent. So fresh. Yeah, that's fresh enough. Certainly better than the last one. Jesus. Oh yeah, I know. Pure garbage. They're bad movies. They they've been bad movies. The David Benioff and uh, what's the other one? Benioff and Weiss and Weiss saga continues. Does it though? It does. The more there's more and more stuff coming out about them, (laughs) like sitting down and like there was a they were at like an Austin or not Austin City Limits, but the South by Southwest press junket thing where because they do like a whole media thing before they do the music thing and they like all but admitted like yeah we had no clue we were doing man we were just hanging out having a good time you know. (laughs) Oh, I need to plug this into this. My bad. Oh no. We're plugged in your computer. Unplug your computer. Why'd you plug that in? I didn't. You sure as hell did. You did it. I would do anything that dumb. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who dis? Harvey Locust here. Harvey Locust. What's up, Harvey? How are you today, sir? Good, good. And more. I wanted to get my quick my answer to the question of the weekend early this this time because uh, I think everybody's going to have the same answer. Let's hear. I'm going to at least steal Matt. That's pretty sure. <laughs> Star Trek The Next Generation Star Trek The Next Generation's TV series All ending thing was so good <laughs> it was so yeah. good oh. it Although, was the perfect bookend to the first episode yeah it really you was know, having Q come yeah. back I love that. all the Q episodes are great they so. are great yeah it was wonderful and you could tell like everybody that was on the show was like mm. We really like this job. <laughs> uh, just like the whole thing that the trial never ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love that. It was wonderful. I it was like, it. no, this was all a game. We were doing this the whole time. You didn't know? Yeah. And Picard was just like, oh, I hate you. Solve <laughs> it. Yeah. I mean, he was his Moriarty kind of, you yeah. know. <laughs> Which is funny because Moriarty was actually a villain on the show. <laughs> yes, that's true. What about your favorite comic book series finale? Um, I mean, come on, Excalibur, the wedding. We talked about this. Uh, yeah, that a was a good weeks one. ago. That was a very good one. 
Oh, did that happen at the very end? Mm-hmm. It was very sweet. Yeah, that was the last issue of the volume one of Excalibur. It was very sweet. Was Megan's wedding. Not a lot of people were reading the book at that time, but Harv, you and I were still Excalibur strong, and I appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I totally forgot about it. The end of Deep Space Nine was really good, too. Uh yeah, well, Deep Space Nine is uh, probably yeah. the my favorite Star Trek yeah. show of all time. I finally watched that documentary and I just like I got all teary eyed several times. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. I, yeah, you know I'm, I'm a I'm a big Voyager fan too, but they kind of had to rush their ending. Yeah, which Voyager definitely fizzled out. Kind of sucked. I think. Yeah, at the like, time Fox they had, was they, reorganizing. They had to, and they were like, all right, we're done with this. We're done. We're done. Guys, we said we were done. We said, okay, you got one more. Okay, one more. And then we're done. <laughs> but I mean, they yeah. still made it. They still went seven full seasons, didn't they? I think they did. They went. No. Um, uh, well, they, they did, but they had plans to go for 10. Oh, did they? And so like at the very end there, they like all of a sudden just jumped three years into the their future and then was like, yeah, it was, uh, it was strange. Yeah. What can you do? Harv? Always good to talk to you. You got in first. That's that's got to be a new record. I don't think you've ever done that. Right. <laughs> Proud of you. Proud of you. All right, guys. Have a good na- good day. See you, buddy. Talk you to too. you later. Four zero two eight one nine four eight nine four. We would love to hear from you. It might surprise you to hear that Harvey Locust is not his real name. What? I know. I'll never tell. I mean, everybody on here is using code names, so. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Kavanaugh. Yeah. Obvious fake. Code names. Obvious fake. <laughs> well, that's good, though, because then you can come on the internet, say whatever the fuck you want, and then just pull the ripcord and go back to your real life if you get in trouble. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. That's like, what the president's doing. That's what Pierre Delecto did, right? You know, like. <laughs> Out of here. Oh, man, my buddy Tom. All along, it was me, Mitt Romney. <laughs> my, <you know? laughs> buddy, my buddy Tom uh, dressed as Pierre Delecto for Halloween. <laughs> he had a beret and a cheesy mustache. That's great. It was brilliant. Now, he should have worn, like, the magic Mormon underwear, too. Like, <laughs> that would have been fantastic. <laughs> uh, All right, well, we're waiting for you jerks to call, Then I'm going to check some of these voicemails. Too. Yeah, yeah. Deal with that. We got... Uh, what do you think about that? The return of Ball. Yeah, he was thrilled because we started putting stuff on to the YouTubes and Ball doesn't use no Facebook because he doesn't need Mark Zuckerberg, you know, like shooting the subliminal messages into his brain and making him vote for KKK parties and shit like that. So, yeah, that's exactly what he said. Yeah, that was the exact reason. (laughs) He was thrilled. Let's see what Paul's got for us. Hello, this is Ball from Earth 27 calling on behalf of Mark. Updates to the Institute's InfoNet have enabled additional AI systems. This includes the memory subsystem FanBot. FanBot exists to remember things. (laughs) Being excited about the things it remembers is a part of its design. FanBot has been disabled for some time because it would not stop talking, but has been brought back into use as part of a wider system refresh and repurposed to ensure data integrity. (laughs) FanBot is very excited about his new role. Apparently, his guidance protocols have been updated to make him less annoying. I find this difficult to believe. Hello, this is FanBot. Would you like to know what I am excited about today? Yes, FanBot, please. Is there any way of preventing you from telling me about it? No, there isn't. My new guidance says I can tell individuals what I am excited about, provided there is no adverse effect on workplace productivity. I have checked your processor usage. Currently 10% is dedicated to A. 
LavOps bracket slime mold monitoring, 90% is dedicated to B, determining which regular recurring friend's character you have most in common with. I can help you with this, you are a cross between Monica and Slithic off master of the Atom Heart. So you are free to discuss Squirrel Girl. Item 1 context slash creation of the character and appearances. Doreen Green slash Squirrel Girl was created by Will Murray and Steve Ditko, first appearing in Marvel Super Heroes Volume 2, number 8, 1991. I did not know Ditko created The character Squirrel. was intended to be fun and light-hearted, in contrast to the dark tone of many comics in the 1990s. She was scary? Doreen saves Iron Just Man and defeats Doctor Doom in a comedic fashion Dicko with the help of her squirrel friends. After this, the character is barely referred to until she is used by writer Dan Slott in the comedy slash satire title Great Lakes Avengers. She appears in all issues starting in 2005, and in related titles featuring the Great Lakes Avengers up until 2010 when she returns to New York. This was followed by appearances as a side character in New Avengers 2010-2013. This series portrays the character in a more serious way, with Doreen attending university and working as a nanny for Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. He's doing his favorite finale. In 2015, Squirrel Girl got her own regular series. I have no idea what's going Squirrel on. Girl. <laughs> There were eight initial issues before the series numbering was restarted as part of the all-new, all-different Marvel event. Look the book has dots. come out on a monthly schedule since then until its planned end with issue 50-58. That's all for now. As they say in the village, be seeing you. <laughs> okay. Ethan is just hammering the thumbs. I think he was saying that that was his favorite, uh, his favorite finale. Well, so in, uh, in, in the... In the uh, uh, message that accompanied the MP3, uh, it's ominously labeled one of three. <laughs> oh. So maybe he's building up to something. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's going somewhere with friggin' Squirrel Girl. I don't know. Oh, uh, it's Steve Ditko's birthday today. He would have been 93. Oh, shit. Happy yeah. birthday, Steve Ditko. When did Steve Ditko die? Not long it ago. It wasn't long ago, right? A couple years ago. Yeah. Before Stan, but not too long ago. Yeah. I would think it was just in the past couple years. Well, happy birthday, Steve Ditko. That's fun. I did not know he created Squirrel Girl. Co-created, yes. And uh, I only kind of cared. And uh, she just looks very terrifying just because of his weird ass drawing style at put the time. In, put, in put the original Squirrel Girl in the chat. So you we can can't all post at. images in the chat. Yeah, you can post a link and people can click on those well, links. I could That's post how a the link. internet yeah, works, Yeah, I know that. I fun. could post a link. <laughs> Shut up. I wanted to actually post a picture. Squirrel Good lord, girl, man. Girl, uh, we're still we're both still watching Watchmen. We're two episodes in. Yes. It is completely bonkers. Oh, it's so oh my god, it is so good. And I want to talk about this his dark materials. Oh yeah, that starts. I don't know anything about soon. This. Thank you for it calling today. THN, I think. To, no, tomorrow. Thank oh, you no. for calling THN. Cover to caller. Caller. Who this? JD got a catch. JD, what how up, are JD? you? Uh, it starts Monday, Good. November fourth. Oh, I thought it was Sunday. No, no, yeah. Monday. Whatever. We're talking about his dark materials. You know anything about that? This crap. Uh, I've just seen the previews and people have been telling me for years that I needed to read the book. I know so. Alexander Hamilton's in it and people are freaking out about that. Oh yeah. Lynn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who outside of Hamilton, which I'm, he was great in, you know, everything else I've seen him in. Mm -hmm. Not so hot. <laughs> like, what are you he talking was about? Terrible Mary Poppins. Unwatchably terrible. Eh, yeah, I mean, he was so bad. His accent wasn't great. <laughs> it, it, it was worse than my British accent. <laughs> no, no. It totally no. was. <laughs> what do you want to rap about today, JD? Uh, 
Uh, well, uh, first of all, I just wanted to commend you on uh, commend you guys on finally giving two buy-its to Black Label books. <laughs> it was a banner week for Black Label. It was a weird. Oh, it God, was. That Squirrel Girl is awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just saw a picture what? of the original Squirrel Girl. We were Right before you called, oh. we were talking oh, about yeah. Squirrel Girl and how scary she looked when Steve Ditko drew her. Yeah, it was Steve Ditko's birthday. We were talking about that. Yes, Black uh, Label has finally scored two buy-its. Well, and, and there's more Hill House I, books coming, and I'm sure they're going to be good. And from what I understand, there was a little party in their office. They were excited. That Hellblazer book was great. I read it. Hellblazer was yeah, great. Yeah, that Hellblazer. I oh, mean, I, I posted on the on the fan group, and I just, God, that book was so good. It was really good, and it felt like Hellblazer again. I talked to a couple buddies yeah. who, like, literally haven't, like, left comics. I wanna, can we talk about this issue, though? Yeah. With some spoilers? Sure. We've all read it. I don't know if there's anything yeah. you could possibly spoil. He's in an alternate yeah, reality? Really. Sort of. Yeah. He's not living. He's in a different reality. He's now. in a future. Well, he's not in the future anymore. No, he was. It starts in a future where they where Tim a, Hunter is going crazy. There's a magical war and they have lost bad. Yeah, basically. Yep. And so he and dies I, and, and Chaz dies. That was supposed to be like where the vertigo ideas were going or something. And now that we've reset yeah. and he's in the Sandman universe. So future John farted him into a different universe. Maybe they made a deal. Yeah, that's. I would say that's the only spoiler I think we could really give yeah. is that you know because the, the future him shows up in the current timeline. Right. They made a deal. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. yeah. And we know he wakes up in 2019 London, and it's like mm-hmm. it's modern day. They're talking about Brexit and shit. So well, this sure. is like. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Yeah, they went straight. They went straight political right off the bat. Oh right? yeah. He just. The minute, he, the minute he comes out of the out of the insane asylum, the first thing he sees is a Brexit sign, and I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like Brexit, and it's crossed out. It's like brought to you by the white supremacists, brought you Nazis and the KKK. <laughs> like, whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, he is he is like, in I modern was a little, day. I was a little confused by this series, the sequence of events, but but it seems like all those characters that were like sort of involved in the hell, pardon me, the Hellblazer Vertigo thing, like. Mr. E and Madame Xanadu, all mm-hmm. those magic characters are going to be here too in this well, yeah, Sandman I mean, I get, universe. It, it's still, I mean, he was already in the Sandman universe. I guess. Technically. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, fine. If you remember, like, he, uh, Constantine was in the issue where uh, Morpheus gets the, the, the dream sand back yeah. in the very first Sandman trade. Yeah. Yeah. So is Swamp Thing going to show up here? Or is Swamp Thing going to be in the DCU? Probably. Do we know where Swamp Thing is? Like, what is the status of Swamp Thing? I don't know, but I, I'll, I'll lay odds 10 to 1 he's going to show up in the Sandman universe, and it will probably be in one of the books featuring Constantine. Quite honestly, I'm fine with him in the Sandman universe because nothing they have done with Swamp Thing in the regular DCU has worked yeah, for me Constantine, at all. Swamp Thing, and Sandman were all always connected. Yeah. They were all always yeah. in the same and, continuity. And, but then and Constantine, then we yeah. had Constantine and Sandman, their their interactions are some of my favorite interactions in comics. <laughs> Whenever John and San, and Swamp Thing and Swampy are together, it's so great. My all time favorite though is when he showed up at at, at at John's 40th birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like grew weed. He gives him a giant marijuana plant. <laughs> yeah, he like grew weed from his body. Yeah. He's like, are we smoking a part of you? Yeah. That's kind of gross. <laughs> so, all right, so we're going into this new series then. He's he's woken up in a different version of his life. Mm-hmm. Chaz is going to yeah. die if he didn't already die. Chaz is dying. Chaz is dead. Yeah. He's dying. 
They well, they said they had one month, but then yeah, he's in some a coma. Stuff went down. Well, he's in a coma and he has like crazy cancer. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. huh, okay, all right. And he's got all that like that that other side, those demons and stuff. Like Chaz is some type of portal, and that's why Constantine was going to put him or like basically switch him with this other old woman that was yeah. in a coma and gonna die. Yeah, and yeah. Chaz was like, Don't worry about don't it. Bother, I'm yeah. dead in a month. So I'll take this with me. Yeah. So Patrick, I was just I was gonna say that I don't remember the last time I saw oh, Swamp Thing, but Patrick League? says he's in Justice League that's Dark. That's right. He's in Justice League Dork. I so forgot. but I'm sure I don't know. I I don't know. Putting them in the DCU was a mistake. It was, and I don't need yeah, Swamp Thing in my was. DCU. It it just I and like Justice League Dark's like, a fun book, but and I, don't and need I feel like this book this book is like a meta fictional like way of like even addressing that. Like, like, like I said, in my review, the very first page was some of my favorite Constantine dialogue yeah. or, you know, voiceover or whatever. What he was like, I hate the flashy stuff. You yep, never right. know where you stand with the CGI crap. And I was like, Oh, someone well, understands. Yeah. John. And he's also he's and, saying like, I don't need to be a superhero. It's dumb. And a lot of it was also yeah. about like, not worrying about what counts right you know right so yeah, maybe yeah, i shouldn't be it. wasting my brain trying to figure out how it all <laughs> yeah pick pieces together it's basically it's just like read a hellblazer saying, story like, will ya? hey man did you miss hellblazer don't worry i'm gonna do it right <laughs> basically patrick <laughs> points out that constantine also shows up in justice league dark so yeah. who knows what's going on yeah but well, yeah. So just, he got farted out of something that, back into you know yeah so back to things that count or don't count excalibur yes i I broke my rule and I bought it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I liked it too. I did too. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah, I'm still not sure where I stand I wanted, with good guy apocalypse, but I like apocalypse uh, being not really a there. good guy, but yeah, <laughs> he sure seems a lot I, better I, I, than he used to be. <laughs> well, I liked the whole yeah. thing where at the end of, at the end of Hawks where he's like, we won. Yeah. Survival of the yeah. fittest. It was my whole deal. We yeah, did it. We were the fittest. Basically. Yeah. So he's like yeah. chill now. He's like, I'm cool, bro. We made it. Yeah. Like even egg has a place to even live. Even egg in this society. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing this book really confirmed me for me though is that in the Hickman X verse, teams as a concept as we've understood them, I don't think are going to work the same way. I don't think so either. I don't think. Yeah, it's not a it's not like a recruitment. You're not going to have the red team, the blue team, the gold team. They're not going to be even they're not even going to be t- tactically you know formed. Right. It's it's basically who's there at the time to solve what problems Born came up at that necessity. Time. Yeah. And I like that. I like that a lot. Like they've yeah, already Born necessity and qu- and honestly coincidence. Yeah, yeah, that's what Excalibur was all about, coincidence. Totally, like, like Jubilee happened to be standing there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, yeah, and Jubilee they, happened to be standing there, and uh, and Gambit's on the team because he's codependent. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, and they've already come out and said that, like, people were people were obsessing, and we were all doing it, because every time we saw something new about what was coming, we were like, what's that mean? Right, right. Um, so on that X-Men cover, where it was like, nothing but the Summers family, plus Wolverine. Right. Uh, right. And we were like, oh, is that, are they the X-Men? And they, Marvel's like, no. What if they all three got married? The only, the only permanent, <laughs> the only permanent member of the team is Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically, hear me out. And each, the X-Men yeah, and also, as the secret defenders. Book so far. 
What? What do you mean? It's the X Men is the secret defenders. What does that Basically, mean? Basically, the X Men are the secret defenders, where it's Cyclops assembling whatever team he needs to yeah. tackle whatever problem they're facing. That was secret Actually, defenders. All three, okay. Fair all three books so far are that way. I was going to say is all three books are practically solo books with revolving guest cast. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Cyclops. Yeah. That's Marauders fair. is 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 Kate. No, I do uh, think. Uh, and yeah, Excalibur is uh, is Betsy. Um, yeah, it's Betsy. And, but I I do think that we're gonna have more cohesive groups with New Mutants and X Force. I think that those two teams are yeah. purposefully yeah. assembled. Well, pretty hard, X-Force, pretty concrete. Yeah, X Force has always been kind of a purpose driven. Yeah, you know, uh, consciously assembled group for, right. with a with a with a very clear. Uh, objective right uh and, and then fallen murder. angels is kind of <laughs> right. the is, fallen angels is kind of going to be the leftovers if you will yeah fallen angels i don't even think they i, I don't, don't even think we would consider them a team no like i don't think, I think they're going to be running around no. calling themselves the I think fallen they're going angels to be people that are not on Krakoa, no. basically i think well they have a yeah they're I forget what their mandate is but they have a specific purpose it but it's it doesn't have well, anything to do with being is, on the island no, it has to do with now that the mutants are kind of in this utopic, you know, future. How do you deal with your past as a murderer? <laughs> Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, that's where you got X-23 and Quinon and, you know. Uh, Kid Cable. Sabretooth. Yeah. <laughs> Sabretooth is yeah, in the pit. Exactly. Yeah. Not, he ain't on Fallen Angels. He's not going to be there for long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, JD, we got a couple other dudes trying to call in here. So I'm going to hang up on you, but always good to talk to you, All brother. Right. Have a good one. Yeah, talk have a good week. Later. 402-819-4894. I forgot about Fallen Angels. I totally yeah. forgot about that book. We're getting we're getting two of them. We're getting two books this week. New Mutants and X-Force both come out on Wednesday. Right. And then Fallen Angels the week after. So everything, the books that came out in order spelled X-Men, and then we get Neff. And then we get, then we get <laughs> and no, then we get X-Force and Fallen Angels, so oh. XF. <sighs> New Mutants is the yes. end in, X, in X-Men. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for calling Cover to Cover. Caller, who it is? It's Brian Domingos. Hi, Brian Domingos. How are you? <laughs> I knew it was you. I was just trying to mess with you. <laughs> oh, okay. I, was, I, I didn't know if maybe, you know, you couldn't talk. You know, but, but, you know, we got to be quiet, but the show must go on. Right, right, right. So I, I if we make too much noise, they'll I, kill you know, us. You're, you're hiding from the mole men or something. Yeah. And, you know, what do you want to rap about today, they, sir? They hear, they hear me talking too loud through the... the right. right. Um, <laughs> the, um, yeah, the, the, to, this question of the week we've had before, um, but I'm glad it's coming back because I always like to hear people's points of view. And um, There are no new ideas, know, Brian. I've, I've, there are no new yeah, ideas. Yeah, there's no... Hip hop's um, dead, Brian. New, it's I, dead. Uh-huh. We we love you know new people with new ideas or new questions is great. Um, and you know I've, I've said before that I think the best finale that I've ever seen is the uh, the Starman finale. That's so, my um, answer. Of course yes. it is. Yeah, we didn't we make you put Starman on the shelf and you're not allowed no, to like answer no, with it anymore. No, I thought it was up on the Matt, trophy shelf. Enjoying a good comic <laughs> is not a crime. <laughs> I thought we locked Listen, that one I, up. I think only for the only way reason you could bring it up is for the finale thing. Yeah. Um, but so I wanted to go a little different cause I figured Joe would say that cause we agree about that. Um, and it's, it's also a James Robinson thing, but it's in a, it was in a weird way. It's the, um, the final issue of, uh, Robinson's, uh, JLA, um, series right before flat, uh, flashpoint. 
and the new hmm. 52. So he did at that point, the team was, I was not reading it started with like this. It, it was this team, like this big, massive team. And it had like, had like everybody on it. Yeah, I remember little, everybody little, was like, there. I remember that. Well, that's when it was like Donna everybody, Troy and yeah. Kong Gorilla. Well, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, so it started with like everybody, and then it slowly got whittled down. Like super, you know, he it was that thing. You can't use Superman. You can't use yeah. the Flash. You can't use Green Lantern. You can't use Wonder Woman because you know that's when uh, J. Michael Straczynski was doing his nonsense, yeah, and then right, like yeah. Batman was dead, and like all that. So it was Dick Grayson and God, Batman. It was such and a dark Jesse time. Quick. <laughs> Jesse Quick, um, it's yeah, a, it's weird, but it's Jesse Quick and it's Jade as the Green Lantern and Donna Troy as like the Wonder Woman and yeah, Kong Gorilla and um, uh, the the Blue Star Man and they are just kind of doing their thing and it wasn't great, but like the the character work worked really well and it's fun to see like almost an all female Justice League, um, but the final issue is Robinson having Dick and uh, Donna have this conversation where. They're recounting all the adventures they had that we never saw. Really? Like, oh, remember we went to Gym World, and it was it was all oh, the fun. things that Robin that Robinson wanted to do. Oh, that because, that's cute. Because of the reboot, so it was like right. there. You know, we followed Kong Gorilla to Gym World, and then we did this, and then remember there were like evil clones, and it was like them having this big grand conversation as they're like shutting down the Watchtower for like like where he was going to take the series, but sorry. It, yeah, We're done with exactly. this experiment. And, <laughs> right. And it's like, it's, it's over. Here comes the new 52. Like, you know, it, it was coming like the following month. So yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. just wrapping everything up, but it's Dick and Donna who have been around for decades and they're two, you know, they're two of the oldest characters in right. the DC universe and they have the most history. And so they're just kind of like talking and Donna's like, I don't know, like, is, does it, did this matter? Like, is anyone going to remember us? And, and Dick, as Batman looks at Donna and says, Donna, how could anyone forget you? And I was like, oh, I love Donna Troy. I yeah. didn't realize that I cared about Donna <laughs> yeah. Troy until that. And it was just like, yeah, like that was such a cool, it was like that X-Men feeling of like their family. And yeah. this is like people who are fighting together because if they're not a task force, it's, they, they have to, they have to stick together because right. they don't have a choice. Um, and it's, it's in one of those like leftover trades that, you know, it's it's on the DC app, so if you feel like you know looking at it for free, because sure. you already subscribed, that's easy. But um, it's not worth buying the trade, sadly. No, of but, course um, not. It just is one of these really quaint, like, okay, we're all done. They shut the lights off, and then the universe reboots. Yeah. So it like it's a definitive ending to that. It was the the Brad Meltzer book. Like it goes all the way up <laughs> through that. Pardon me. Yeah, right. That was the the run that started with. Uh, Brad Meltzer's run where they rebuild the Justice League with like uh, Red Arrow and Vixen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. they bring back the Legion and, and, that book. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good ending. That's a good one, Brian. Um, Donna Troy's not around, right? We haven't seen her? Yes, she is. Where is she? Uh, well, is she, she in a Titans book? There was that Titans rebirth book that ran for a while. She was in that. Okay. Uh, I'm sure she's been in Wonder Woman off and on, but. I don't know. I can't. I don't think she's. Yeah, she. The I Titans book. I don't think she's around. The, the Titans book ended like six, maybe six months ago, um, and I don't know what happened after that. Because when they when the new Justice League books came out, they kind of rebooted that one in Teen Titans. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So like last last summer, and now 
I don't think it made it through the, the summer this year. I think it's over. So I don't know where she is, but hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where awesome, she's like, pardon me. Go ahead. Um, no, she's just, she's, I, I did. I mean, I never really read a lot of Donna Troy comics. So it was like, I, I was never exposed and that stuff just really cemented it for me. Like, Oh, she's great. Um, and I love her on the Titans TV show, which is so good. And how is it that good? It like, is really good. And it has no good. business being this good. I, I need to get caught up. I've only seen it the re- season two premiere. Honestly, skip the first season. If you haven't watched it, just skip it and go season two. Brian you will be fine. Did they make the building a T or not? No, the building is not a T God Joe. Damn it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. They, they are a bunch of cowards because of that. Um, it is, it is, it so, is the dumbest headquarters of all time. Well, cause it's, um, it only makes sense because it's on an island where it's like, sure, yeah, they can get away with it on an island. <laughs> you know what? It's well, it's like, the neighbors aren't going to be like, what is that? <laughs> imagine being a teenager with an un- unlimited checkbook, like, yeah, a lot of like money, yeah build like, a big we're gonna build T. The, <laughs> we're going to build the coolest headquarters that hey. anyone's ever seen. We're only going to use two floors. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be the top of the yeah, yeah, and then it's yeah. a really tall elevator. Uh, Thomas um, Branch says but, that Donna Troy is one of the infected in the Superman Batman Yes, book that's right. right. Yes. So. Uh, well, oh, she's, she hasn't shown up in Superman. Yeah. She's she kicking around the Superman Batman, but she is, I, uh, I don't think. But yeah, um, the last thing that's the Wikipedia right. yeah. says is that Donna becomes the leader of the Titans after Dick Grayson gets shot in the head by the KG Beast, which was not that long ago. No, no. Uh, yeah, and Dick forgot who yeah. he was for a while. God, that's no, he not. still doesn't know who he is. Uh, he, go, he calls himself Rick. Uh, I'm pretty sure my name is it's, Rick. <laughs> it's, it's the it's the dumb it's the dumbest thing I've ever like read. It's and it's so it's bad. I stopped. Awful. I stopped because yeah, I'm just like, come on, this is such a stupid thing to, to clarify to do with the character. He knows who Am- he is. Fucking amnesia. Come on. He knows who he is. He just doesn't have any memory of his past life. Stupid. They quit doing that shit on soap operas like 15 years ago. They're, come on. They're slowly do the, better. The annual that. The annual that came out, I think this week, um, it has like the time in between, like right after the shot, gunshot until like when his book picked up, like, you know, six or seven months down the line. And it's him like it's him fighting with Bruce about how he's not Dick. And like, you know, my name's Richard. Like, it's all this like nonsense. It's like really just hammering in like this bad story. And <laughs> it looks like it's all t- it's all tied into like the court of owls, which is like, yeah, it almost makes it seem like they have a, an idea, but you, I don't think that was. Cause his grandpa was, was one of the talons. Right. No, but we yeah. learned that a long time ago. Didn't right. We? But he's coming back. Right. If uh, he's not already back, he's coming back. I don't care about the court of yeah, owls. I don't care. I don't either. They, I, it does I, nothing I, for I, me. I cared at the time. I cared at the I time because it was interesting. I'm over it though. But then we ended that storyline and it was like, there, Batman has defeated them. Or has he? Fuck yeah. off. Yes, he did. Uh, so <laughs> right? so there, there's this team of Nightwings now. Yeah. That like, we got to fill the void. Nightwing's gone. They, they and they found a bunch of his gear. Nightwangs. Nightwangs, yeah. <laughs> um, and so now he's one of them. Yeah. So the whole point of the first arc was so like, stupid. I'm putting that life behind me. I'm Rick Grayson. Call yeah. me Rick. I drink heavy and I drive a cab. Yeah. And now he runs around in a <laughs> shitty version of a Nightwing costume with face paint covering his eyes. Uh, it's awful. Stupid. It's terrible. Stupid. It's, it's exceptionally bad. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. All right, we've but, got a uh, bunch of other people that are trying Titan to. TV show. I will, I will. Brian, we got a bunch of people that are trying to beat the door down, so I'm going to let you go, buddy. But thank you for we your call. We will check in. I will be caught up by next week. Okay. Awesome. And we'll talk That's some it. Titans. Later. Bye, Brian. The phone line is open. Please give us a call 402 819 4894. What? I just. Nothing. Oh, no. 
my window went away for a second. Yeah, it is terrible what they've done the Nightwing. It's so stupid. And it's almost like, look, we have an idea for Dick Grayson, but we can't do it yet. So we just need something to tread water for about 10, maybe 15 issues tops. <laughs> and then he's going to become the new Batman. No, wait, it's going to be a black dude. Oh, sorry, Nightwing. <laughs> it's bad. Thank you for calling. DHN cover to cover. Caller, who it is? Hey, resident Aquaman super fan, Patrick. Patrick, how are we today, sir? I'm doing all right. How are you, gentlemen? Uh, doing you know, fine. We're doing barely fine. hanging in there, I'll be honest. It's not great. Yeah, I'm watching the show. It doesn't look like you're having it much is. fun. Yeah, hanging on good. by a thread. It's not, you can see how, how pale we are and pallid. I am drinking <laughs> out of a Skeletor glass, though, so I got that going for me. I'm drinking out of the official two-headed oh. nerd uh, coffee cup. It's just a cough cup with a sticker on it. That's, you know. That's what we call official on this show. So <laughs> what do you want to rap about today, Patrick? Uh, I got a couple things. Uh, question of the week. Uh, uh, good finale wrap up to a story. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, back to the future. Um, one of my, it's, I think it's my favorite trilogy. Back to the future uh, was really the, good. It, it was. It wasn't as bad as people. No, seem to seem to lay it down as. I think people misre- um, misremember that shit because Back to the Future Three was fun. It was really it's good. Fun, yeah. Super fun. And it was like, do you want to go to Old West? <laughs> like, settle down. It was funny. It was well written. It had a very sweet yeah. ending. I mean, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, and that's that's what puts it up there. Like every everything is wrapped up. Absolutely everything. Doc Brown gets to live in his mm-hmm. favorite time. With uh, happily happily married with a with a family, Jules and Vern and um, Marty, everything is fine. He's you know he goes back to the family post Back to the Future too, where you know his family's not super down and you know. Although his dad is still Crispin Glover, so that's a little yeah, weird. but he's, not he's, much com- you can do about he's that. confident. <laughs> he's confident Crispin Glover. Yeah, Successful. confident Crispin Glover. Yeah. He's right. still either yeah. the so same I, age or maybe a year younger than Michael J. Fox. But <laughs> I, re- I, I remember the first time. Movie magic. Yeah. I remember the first time. <laughs> I Like, and I understand now as an adult that, like, obviously he was wearing old makeup. But when I was a kid, I honestly didn't put it together that Crispin Glover was not an old man. Well, they were also still playing off the <laughs> fact that, like, Michael J. Fox just came off this Family Ties show where he was a teenager. Yeah. So now we can put him in movies yeah. as teenagers, even though the guy's, like, 29. <laughs> 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 you know? like, I was like, no way, dude. He's, he's like, 14, like me, bro. Hey, man. Tom, Tom, <laughs> Welling, Tom Welling was 30 when Smallville started, yeah. and they were freshmen totally. in high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Back to the Future. That's uh, so a great, great finale. That is an excellent. Yeah, finale. yeah, really good. Yeah, it, yeah, it worked. It worked really well. Uh, well, and the, and the fact that the, the, you know two and three were filmed back to back and all that, it, it bled into each other real well. And they they knew what they had to wrap up, yeah. so they were able to do it. Um, so yeah, uh, the uh, also uh, I'm going to jump on that Hellblazer bandwagon. That was so good. It was great. It was just great. Yeah. I started to talk about it a little while ago. We were talking to JD. I had a couple buddies that literally just like when they canceled Hellblazer, that was the only comic they were reading and they had read it since day one. And they're like, all right, fine. Done with comics. No problem. You're done. Smoking mm. DC. And one of them reached out to me from out of nowhere on Facebook this week and was like, I saw there's a new Constantine book. Should I? Question mark. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you do. Do it. Yeah. You should. And he got back to yeah. me. He's like, that was fucking great. Yep, right. like, that's great. It made me want to go it back and read like old Constantine books. Yeah, old Hellblazer books because it felt like Hellblazer. 
Yeah. Yep. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. It was wonderful. And I'm so happy to give it to a guy like Cy Spurrier. It's a great place for him because the guy is just good at this wackiness. Complete. He's a very imaginative writer. Yeah. Yeah. And if you put him on the wrong book, it just doesn't work. And we've seen him like, right. We've seen some Cy Spurrier stuff where that he wrote for like some X stuff that he did. It was just was not great. It was too weird. It just didn't work. This is a place where he can go insane and it'll be fine. Because you can have John Constantine yeah. just looking at whatever's happening and going, bollocks, you know, or whatever. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, bollocks. I want to, I'm, I'm sorry to switch gears, but I've been meaning to send you and Dave a message about this. I know you haven't been able to play video games in a while. Can't you just keep this in your own little weird social circles? No, this is THN Cover to Cover where we talk about whatever we want. <laughs> all right, all right. Because you won't let me do it on the main show. All right, fine. Uh, the Outer Worlds. Have you heard about this game? What is it? Patrick? Uh, yeah, Aaron, um, asked me about it, uh, asked me if I was playing it and I said no, because when I told her the same thing, so I haven't played a video game in at least two months. Uh, it is made by the same people that made Fallout New Vegas, uh, and okay. it it's really scratches that itch that I have not been able to scratch in a while, Gross. because Gross. the last couple of Fallout things that have come out have been pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Fallout's de- just dead to me. I'm done with it. Oh no, the, the Outer Worlds. It's basically um, it's a separate thing though. It's not a Fallout related. It's thing. no, no. It's the okay. it's the developer that made Fallout New Vegas, which was not the developer that made the uh, that made Fallout Three and Four. Okay. Um, it's uh, you are a uh, you are a colonist that was left in cryo sleep uh, for reasons. The, the uh, it's the 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 premise of the world is that You're like trying to figure out the mystery. Uh, uh, a conglomerate of corporations just runs everything. So okay. it's like medicine so brought like, to you by Halcyon Corp. So like today. Pretty yeah, much. So, well, yeah. yeah kind of. <laughs> um, uh, it's sort of like Borderlands where it's like everything's got a brand name on it. Right. 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 Um, okay. Yeah. And so they just for whatever reason, they just left your whole ship full of 70 people in cryosleep because it just wasn't worth it to wake you up. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, and this scientist finds you and unthaws you and recruits you to help like take down these corporate overlords. And so it's like fallout trying to dismantle the corporate patriarchy in space. Whoa. It's amazing. And it's got all the humor huh. and character of like new Vegas. It's so good. It's huh. so good. Is it multiplayer? No, it's a single player RPG. Oh, okay. It's like all fallout. Right. You, I, you were saying like, I'm reaching out to you guys. I didn't know. No, because I know that Patrick and yeah, I thought you were like, I want to play video games with you, but not Matt. Does no, that I sound great? No, I don't want to play video games. Would you guys want to do that without Matt? That sounds fun, right? I just sent you a thing about a game <laughs> last night. What was it? Fortnite? Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2? Yes. Doesn't Overwatch just keep growing? I don't know no Overwatch. I never played any Overwatch. I just you need did. to play Overwatch. It's good. Okay. I was afraid it was anyway, just going to be like, I'm Fortnite. I just wanted to, I I just wanted to if, you, if you have time, if you find yourself with time to play a game, that's the one I'd recommend because there you go. it's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into it. All right. Yeah. Patrick? Um, it, Oh, sorry, might it be might it be okay if I if I uh, kind of go into maybe why I haven't had time to play games? Is it okay if I plug my YouTube channel real quick? Yeah, I plug your you damn YouTube channel. All right, awesome. Uh, so my YouTube channel uh, is so it's sponsored by my business, so it's Titan Comic Pressing LLC. Okay, uh, where I talk about all kinds of comic stuff. Um, all across the spectrum. Uh, this is this is one of the things that it takes a lot of time. So that's where some of my video game time has been going. But uh, I have all kinds of different series on there. I just talk about uh, collecting in general. I get into like numbers and strategy and that kind of stuff for both modern and older collectors. That's cool. Uh, I have a series where I just talk about like what I what did I pick up this Wednesday? What's out there? What's uh, what's fun? 
Uh, I have a channel, uh, um, a series that's about um, pressing and cleaning and grading comics. Uh, and then another one that is uh, kind of fun with a friend of mine called Editor and Chef, where she is, uh, she's a fun. chef. Um, and uh, I, I, I introduce a character to her and tell her some things about that character. And then she has to come up with like a full meal surrounded that's around that character. super fun. Oh my God. Yeah. Do you have a website? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have a website. I have a Facebook page. This is where I have I'm an going. Instagram and Can we host this on channel. our website? <laughs> this sounds perfect. Can we host this on Two Headed Nerd as a blog? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it'd just be a portal to your stuff, basically. You know, but this is awesome. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, well, I want to be a part yeah. of this. This is great. We should do this. Yeah. Hey, yeah. let us Shanghai I'm, I'm your business. Yeah. Shoot us a links. We'll make money <laughs> off you. <laughs> this is great. Nonsense. See, nonsense. Patrick, you're doing it wrong. You need to start a podcast because there is no work that goes into it whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no nothing. editing. Just off the yeah, no. Nothing. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> It's definitely a free, inexpensive, you sit down, easy you hobby. Scream on the internet until people call you and be like, what is wrong with you? And then the next thing you know, the show <laughs> is over. You know? It's great. That's where the money's at. Damn. Uh, but I yeah. could be playing Outer Worlds. There you go. There you uh, go. But yeah, in all seriousness, we're happy to like post that on the site yes and like so that people have links to follow yeah we'll give you we'll give you a whole section it'll be awesome okay cool yeah i'll write something up and send it off to you i appreciate it new love slave bam <laughs> just like that <laughs> wow <laughs> patrick thank you for your call and you're hired sucker thank you <laughs> yay <laughs> we'll talk to you later brother thanks guys bye patrick later coming soon there you go yeah all right phone lines open 402-819-4894 Speaking of uh, finales, I brought up video game finales. And I brought up video game finales for a reason. Because there's one I want to talk about. But is somebody's it, calling. Is it Mass Effect? Well, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> Best worst ending. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? This is Ethan. E Good morning, Ethan. That's beautiful. Thank wow. you. Wow, that was beautiful. Can we do our whole call in a musical? No, nope. no, I don't think we <laughs> should. Uh, I think we should just talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, we don't have the uh, we don't have the copyright rights. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. then goodbye. <laughs> what do you want to rap about, Ethan? <laughs> I was going to uh, answer the question of the week. Hit us. What you got? Well, uh, quickly, we don't got to talk about it because it's it's pretty obvious. Uh, for TV shows, I just rewatched all of Breaking Bad, or I caught some of it as my yeah. fiance was watching it. So that just ends perfectly. The whole series is perfect. It really is. Um, but it made me think of a comic that really closely relates to Breaking Bad style, in my opinion, is Scalp. And I think that Scalp oh. really needs to be made by Vince Gillian. Okay, Scalp uh, was supposed to be a TV show. It, it got, got optioned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this was years ago. I haven't heard anything about it. No, they even had a cast. Yeah. Yep. FX was going to show it. They had a, everything. Was it FX? It was going to be FX. Yeah. And then it I thought it was going to be someplace weird like WGN. Wiley went away after that. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it in a while. Yeah, that's too bad. But that would make a great TV show. And the Scalped end of Scalp would make a great TV show. The end of Scalp was so good. That was a fantastic mm. ending. Oof. Yeah, Scalp's one of my favorite series ever, and I don't think it like everyone knows it's good, but it doesn't get talked about as much of as other series. Yeah, I, I just really 
I think Scalp was definitely one of those very under the radar, very well appreciated well, at the time. No, even I mean, at the time, it wasn't as big as a lot of other stuff that was going on. Scalp was pretty under the radar. No, I don't agree. I, I think Scalp was I think Scalp was a pretty big deal while it was being published. I think the trades sold pretty well. I just don't think the people comics. have. I don't think I don't think people talk about it in the same breath as they do. Why the last man or something no, like that. Absolutely. Um, I don't I don't know. That it was ever that huge, but it was excellent. Friggin excellent <laughs> and needs to be a TV and, show. Uh, it's probably to. the last like great vertigo series <laughs> i think you could argue that probably. i think that's probably a really safe argument to tell you the truth uh i don't i don't remember uh, what else was being published by vertigo at the time but i remember i remember it being a pretty big deal yeah yeah like the last of the the old guard vertigo definitely oops, oops. man that's a great answer god i haven't thought about scalped in forever. yeah I, I would just really love to see that as a show and like is it if Vince actually made it, he would be perfect for that. He would be style. great. But yeah. they might just be like, hey, this is kind of similar in tone. So I don't know. He might get shit for that. But Or instead of this stupid Mayan show that is not very good, we could get the Sons of Anarchy crew to make Scalped, and that would be great. I wanted Mayans to be good. I really did. It's not doing shit for me. <laughs> I didn't bother watching that because speaking of endings, Sons of Anarchy's ending was, like, so... Bad. Dis- disagree. I thought it was disagree. terrible. It had to end that no. way. It had to end oh, that no. way. He was Hamlet. This was the only place it was going to go. I mean, like, the way it was shot, that last scene, the way it was shot of him like driving off oh, on his super bike and ball. Then, like the crow was so bad. Super cheese ball. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I, lo- I was just like, yep. We knew this was coming for like seven fucking seasons. We knew this was coming, you know, <laughs> and then I just let it wash over me and I was like, oh, Jax, you sexy bastard. <laughs> oh. You drive 40 miles an hour. You keep oh, doing that. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. It was great. And the cops are <laughs> like a slow chase and like pull over. And he's like, I can't hear you, bro. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm not driving fast enough. And it looks really awkward. Uh, I loved it. New Vertigo right. titles that launched well, in 2012. The year Scalped ended. Okay, well, let's let's say goodbye to our friend Ethan first. No, no, Ethan's on the phone. He's in this okay. conversation. Welcome aboard, Ethan. Uh, these are the new titles that <laughs> okay. launched the year Scalped ended. Okay. Fairest, which was a Fable spinoff. Not good. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Uh, Saucer Country. Kind of fun, but didn't go anywhere. It went on to do. It went on to a different publisher yeah, after that. Yeah, uh, IDW got it. I Dominique think. Laveau Voodoo Child, which is a comic book I have literally not Forgettable, thought of since 2012. Yeah, and the new Dead Wardians by Dan Abnett. I don't even remember what that was. I love Dan Abnett. It was like a zombie thing, but they were very like. It was like zombies set in like very old, jolly old England type. Uh, it wasn't good. It was it was it was too wordy and it wasn't fun. And I remember uh, Wendy was trying to push it on me <laughs> at Legend. I was like, "This sucks, Wendy." <laughs> now like, you know what it feels like. It was when like somebody Downton pushes a shitty comic on you. <laughs> the same thing happened to me when I came into the comic shop and Matt Bomb said, "You got to try this new comic." It was Kelly Jones. You got to try this new comic. What what was the name of it? Even Crusades. The Crusades. Yeah. It was awful. It was Kelly Jones. I love no. Kelly Jones. All right, Ethan. I'm sorry. I have to listen to us fight. I apologize. I tried to get you out. Isn't of here. that the best part? <laughs> have a good one, buddy. Bye, we'll talk Ethan. to you later. <laughs>
Hey, by the way, uh, those uh, bootleg THN shirts are selling like hotcakes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Listen, Matt, you need to check your Facebook messages. I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I'm I... looking at your computer right now. What do you mean? Ethan like, started it? Almost, chat with you? It's almost as easy as sending me artwork. It's almost that easy. Ethan started a f- chat between the three of us so that we oh. could talk about shirts, well, and you ignored it. like a big boy, all right? Facebook Get on the Facebook. It's for, for children. Get on the Facebook. Uh, I'm a businessman, sir. You will yes, call me on my Blackberry or not at all, all right? Send, me, send us a TikTok, yes. <laughs> I like buttons. TikTok. I can push with my thumbs. <laughs> Bye, Ethan. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, we need to wrap it up because I gotta go. Okay, well, there's one more person that kept trying to get in here. Well, we got two voicemails. Okay, well, let's check those real quick, and we'll see if they call in. What we do that? Uh, James Randall called, said something naughty. I'm not gonna repeat it on the air. Hello and welcome to Jimmy's MP3 submission for the answer to question of the week. I'm going to stick with uh, comics for this week's question. I know that you guys opened it up to all sorts of media, but you guys are a comic podcast, so I'm going to stick with it. But on that, like best finales and most least satisfying finales and stuff like this, so many of them just floating around in my head. So I'm just going to reach up and grab one at random. All right, for me, the worst ending, and it pains me to say this, is The Boys, uh, the comic. Um, I'm going to talk spoilers. It's kind of unavoidable. So, um, yeah, turn off now or fuck you and listen. Um, the last few issues of The Boys, I've spoken about it before. It sucks. It it kind of, the book ends on a really good note, six issues before it actually ends. Yeah. And here's the spoilers. Um, the hero, Billy Butcher, kills everybody. He kills all the boys. He And I, I've read that book like dozens of times and it's still not entirely clear why he does it maybe someone can fill me in on that anyway so there's the answer to the worst one now for the best one i'm gonna go with preacher um for me like it was incredibly enjoyable ride i've never read anything like that before in my life but the finale was very satisfying but why i'm choosing it is because it it flips something in my brain i've finished it in the last panel you know it's uh jesse and tulip on a horse and i just thought to myself holy shit i did I just read a Western? And I went back and read it again through that framework, and it is the greatest Western no ever shit, written. No shit, it's a Western. The so whole thing was that's a Western. My, those are my two answers. The Boys is the worst. Uh, you know, Preacher is the best. And going with the Preacher theme, I will I will stick with a... I will throw another one in there. Very satisfying endings. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh. If, like, that game... Oh, he literally world. just I stole, like, two of my middle. answers. Like, like, I won't talk spoilers on this one, but many, many tears were shed. And then after the it ended, there was, like, another 30 hours of story gameplay. Really satisfying. Really just leads into the first one. The first Red Dead game. Really, really well done. So, uh, those are my answers. Uh... That's it. I'm going to fart myself out of here. Bye. (laughs) He farts away. (laughs) Thank you for calling THN. Cover to cover. Caller. Who it is? What's up? It's Cat Nerd. Cat Nerd. What's happening, sir? I'm taking the dog for for a walk. I'm surprised. I got to admit, this last time I dialed, I was was like, I'll, I'll try one more time to get through. Well, you're nothing if not predictable. Every time you call in, you're walking your dog, so... Yeah, that's well. That's my routine. That's my. Fair enough. This is my Saturday morning. Fair enough. That's how um, you get stalked and killed. Just so you know, you got to mix it up. Otherwise, someone's gonna find you. <laughs> All right. Just saying. Okay, I'm, look, I'm, look, I'm looking over my shoulder right now okay, for any suspicious good. figures in the park. Um, <laughs> how are you guys doing? Good. Yeah, not bad. We're talking finales. Did you have a finale you wanted to discuss? 
the one, <laughs> um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You know, they they nailed it in 1989. Yes, they such uh, a lovely ending. Trilogy. Uh, uh, they rode off into the sunset mm-hmm. uh, on cowboy horses, and what a great ending for Indiana Jones! That we never needed to see another Indiana Jones movie ever again. And the good news is they didn't make any more. They left well enough alone, that's, and that was it. And we all lived happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good. That was a really good ending. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. The, let's see. Uh, comics. Comics is tough. You have to go with the, the more, you know, the finite series, I guess, you know, to really, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but Wide Last Man, that's that's a really good last issue. Oh yeah, Preacher. You know, those those, those stand out. Uh, Preacher is my favorite. The end of Preacher is definitely my favorite. It's really good, man. Um, it's so good. I, I haven't. Uh, there's a a book series I read a couple years ago. Uh, the Joe Abercrombie Half a World. They're like these. Uh, kind of like young Viking adventure books is just a, a trilogy, but the, the ending is a, is a real tearjerker, but it, it pulls, you know, any story that can pull like lots of different story threads together and kind of pay them all off. Yeah. Those are, those are kind of the ones that you, you know, you kind of have to cheer for. Uh, but yeah, those, those are some off the top of my head. <laughs> Excellent answer. Joe Rankley uh, actually just brought up, uh, Jason Aaron's Thor. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. 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 No. Yes. That's, that's good. <laughs> he, he he definitely. He, here, here's what I'll say about that. Like, no, he definitely stuck the land. Well, we still have a few issues. Of Two King issues Thor, to go. Right? Yep. Right. Uh, but I will say that it's a little bit anticlimactic because I sort of think that the peak of that run was the end of the Jane Foster story. I don't that disagree, but we still had yeah. to tie up so many other things oh. that he had out there oh. for Thor, let, uh, you know, alone. And these, oh, and yes. like the like the boys, the ending of the boys, I agree. It was terrible, and it went on too long. And it, it was obviously Derek Robertson and Garth Ennis saying, no one's going to use these characters again. Fuck you. I dare you. I just murdered them all. Ha ha. Eat it. You know, <laughs> which I get it, and that's cute. I didn't need it. I mean, it. it was creator owned, so nobody could have used it Yeah, anyway, but it, so. it was also them, like, you know, blowing it up and walking away. I love it. it when you ascribe motivation to people you don't you know. No, that's what Garth Ennis was doing. <laughs> that. No, it was. He's like, I'm done here. Fuck off. And walked away. I am. I, am, I gotta say, as a listener, uh, I am pro Matt's conspiracy corner, even though it is <laughs> largely it. coming right out of your ass. Like, it oh is, yeah, it's entertaining listening. To no, you. I'm just like to I'm doing like uh, I'm like the detective in Hannibal, where I'm like putting myself in the maniac's head and figuring out what the maniac yeah, was yeah. thinking. You know, that's me. Sure, you sure, know. Sure. <laughs> but he was also a maniac. <laughs> I am also a maniac, Joe. That's why I know how they think. Okay, God. That's, <laughs> and that's what that's what works for you guys. It's like you I, don't I even watch that. these shows. Right? <laughs> yeah, just, just, it's a little bit. You know what it is? It's like I I get just this uh, Mulder and Scully vibe from you guys. Totally. Where like you know, Matt, Matt, you're you're reaching a lot for to find conspiracies everywhere. But Joe, sometimes. It is a little suspicious. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, they dropped that TV shit because they, you know, like, right. you know, they, they just will probably got fired. Yeah. So, like, totally. I'm, I'm willing to make, to make a leap. Like, the leech man just chased Joe Patrick and I for an entire episode, and I'm like, See, Joe's a fucking monster. He's a fucking leech man. And Joe's like, well, there's a lot of explanations here, Matt. It could have been this. It could have been that. Are you kidding me? Matt wants to believe. The leech man put his mouth on your mouth. Okay? <laughs> I 
I want to see like a Matt wants to believe vision board that has like, <laughs> uh, corporate executives and like Bucking Phoenix. Oh, yeah. oh and, it's all there. Uh, it's all there. Who, who knows? Um, well, speaking of things that stuck the landing to things I'm worried about sticking the landing, did you guys talk about the second episode of Watchmen? Yes. Uh, well, not really. Briefly. This is going to be briefly. This is this is going to be my new like how you talk to uh, you're talking to JD about Hawks and Pox. Right. Uh, I'm like I'm I'm all in on on covering Watchmen. So oh, I'm uh, down. I mean, so, so 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 Lou Gossett Jr. is Hood of Justice. Is that are we? I think that I think that's true. I think so. Yes. Mm-hmm. They definitely want yeah. us to think that. They want us to either think that or that he is the kid. That from the first one, they were like, watch over this boy or whatever. I think it's both. I think he's definitely that boy. Yeah, he's definitely that boy. And and that the timing would work out with him watching the the serial with uh, the Lone Ranger and being inspired by that. You know, that's like his uh, his Zorro Batman moment. Right. Um, So uh, do you think... I think that they were laying uh, laying on pretty thick with the Dr. Manhattan can't look human in the second episode. Yeah. That 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 seemed like a little like they were they 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 stepped on that note a little too many times where it's like they're indicating a swerve there. Um I mean maybe but at the same time these people don't know like this stuff that happened with Dr. Manhattan happened a long time ago and these people don't know. He's Mike- he's become even more of a story. My you know? question like, my question about that was why would any of these people know what Dr. Manhattan can and can't do? Well that's just it. That's right, what I'm saying. Exactly. He's become a story. Like he's this thing in pop culture. We this thing that happened and now it's gone. We all know he's still around. <laughs> so it's like the bad guys yeah, it was, it, it, It's like the bad guys in Gotham talking about Batman ago. where they're like, Oh, he's got long teeth and like he can fly and he's super strong, you know, like Yeah, but they're Right, right, right. But there's like TV footage of him turning into a, like a fifty foot tall blue right, guy. Right, right. I mean, he, he, he's a historical figure. Right. And they're, they're they were yeah. filming. They saw him on Mars. They were there was footage right. of him on Mars messing around, building sandcastles. But they or still whatever. like have no clue what the guy can or can't but yeah, do. Uh, but yeah, so like, people just talk shit. I'm sure. Yeah, like the idea that Doctor Manhattan can't become can't look human would be the same thing. Like Lou Gossett Jr. points out when somebody says. Uh, Oh, he's on Mars. Right. Well, he can be in two places at once. Mm, we yeah. know that that's true. But that's also like, think about yeah. like the conscious where it's like, we're so afraid of what happened and we are being fed this information by, and we don't know if it's Vite, but I think Vite is secretly pulling all the strings that like, don't worry, the bad guy's gone. He only oh. did this. He's here. This is who he is. This is completely and neither here nor there, but the revelation that... <laughs> That everybody uh, that works for Voight is uh, is identical. They're one of two, either the either the man or the woman. Yeah, uh, I was like, yep, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. But I think it's Louis Gossett Jr. saying like, look, you have been lulled into this sense of safety and protection, and like you don't know anything. And just framing mm-hmm. it through the, the like, well, how do you know Dr. Manhattan can't do that? How do you know he can't be in two places at once? He's just saying you need to question this shit. You need to think about what's going on because yeah. you have been lied to. Breaking news, Casey yeah. Baum, Matt fell asleep. He doesn't know what happened in episode two. I watched it again while she was sleeping, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I did watch it. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, um, I did fall asleep oh, the first time. I woke up. I watched it the next day, all right? <laughs> A likely okay, story. All right. A likely story. Um, so, so 
So who do you think has the magnet? Who do you who do you think's got the flying magnet? I don't know. I, I don't know, and uh, I think we're I like I can guess all day, but I don't think it's. We're just gonna have to wait. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that we're gonna get a lot more of the answers in the um, American Hero story. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. The the the, t- the tabloid thing, like if because if they're running the Lou Gossett is hooded justice, then I feel like a lot more of those lesser touched Minutemen characters are gonna gonna figure in you know like i don't know maybe like dollar think, bill has a, has I think a big so magnet too. or something i think so too i think um, they're gonna revisit a lot of this stuff i mean especially with just like bringing think, in the silk specter and whatnot like i think we're going to start touching on a lot of things that quietly went away after dr manhattan left because vite wanted you to believe don't worry it's all gone we've reset it We've, we've saved the world, yeah. and now just be comfortable I'm, with cops and masks protecting you from all this bad shit. Don't worry about it; like it's still there. All right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call my shot uh, uh, a little early, but I'm expecting some version of a Justice Society riff. We're gonna see other old ass, sure. like Golden Age heroes. Uh, and cause I think that that is an easy thing to pull off in a quote unquote realistic superhero show where it's yeah. like, well, we can say that there are these like colorful superheroes, but now they're all old and retired. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, I think we're going to get that. Uh, and yeah, like I, and I bet you based on that, like sort of extra material that we, we saw, like, the, uh, that HBO dropped on the website that night owl isn't with the cop like night owl isn't with the cops like he like obviously they use some of his technology uh it seems like Lori is like a fed yeah but i bet you that the night owl is like the fanboy that if there there's going to be like a justice society group of quote-unquote heroes who are actually like you know more traditional trying to like uncover the truth I don't know. Night Owl was so close to Rorschach, though. Like, I have a feeling maybe they took his technology more than, like, he gave it to them He or wasn't. Something. What do you mean he was close to Rorschach? They were partners at one point. Well, he, yeah, Rorschach but... Rorschach was telling him about his diary and sure, shit. Sure, like, but there's also a lot of... There's a lot in Watchmen about how Rorschach kind of went off the deep end. True. And Night Owl was like, well... Yeah, but Night Owl was also like... I guess you he, can come hang out. He is saying a lot of things well, that make sense. I mean, but he is crazy, but he does know a lot of things. I mean... He was closer to that. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, I don't think that he's close to Rorschach philosophically or being nuts, no. but Rorschach was technically right about the right. idea of there being deception. Right? He's and close so enough to Night know Owl, that there was truth and, and, behind what he was saying. Right, and Night Owl was the one guy who was like real, more hesitant about going along with yeah. the deception of Ozymandias. So he was conflicted where a lot of the other characters were, you know, even Dr. Manhattan was just like, well, I got framed, but this is like the best outcome based on like the, 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 you know, the hand that we're dealt. Right. And also okay, in his, the, in, in the, Dr. Manhattan minds, in his mind, it doesn't matter. It right. doesn't matter. This is a blink, yeah. you know, of time and reality. What do I care? I'm going to leave. Fuck it. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, I, mean, so I, so that's, that's my shot. I'm, I'm going to say that night owl is, is, uh, Aligned with the old timers, and we're gonna see that stuff drop. I like it. Later, That'd be cool. I like it. Mid, mid season. That'd I like cool. it. Yeah. All right, Jim, we gotta get out of here because Joe Patrick's got crap he's gotta do. Hey, Joe Patrick, do your crap. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> if you're up to me, we'd sit here all day. I'm crapping right now. That's gross. Don't crap on me. All right. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> later. Bye, buddy. Bye. Uh, 
<laughs> John Tverdick. Uh I also enjoy when Joe corrects Matt's absolutely stated but sometimes incorrect story, character, timeline, publishing date stats. <laughs> Here's a quote from Matt. I was so pissed when Zaz died in Nightfall. To which I replied, no, he absolutely did not die. Matt, oh, that's right. That was Abattoir. Anyway, dot, dot, dot. And then immediately moves on to something else. I didn't remember this. This yeah. sounds like bullshit. Yeah, yeah. This you just like You just say the most outrageous crap as though it were true. And then when I correct you, you just act like it didn't happen. That's called showbiz. Okay. All right. You don't, yeah, right. It's like you don't know a thing about showbiz. I don't. I don't know anything about showbiz. All right, we got two, we got two voicemails. We got, we got nerds. This is BS3. Satisfying and dissatisfying ends the series. I have two for you that I think uh, pair nicely. Uh, most dissatisfying is Wanted. Yes. Man, what an awful, awful series yeah. it was. Started out great, intriguing, whatever, but it took, what, a year and a half to get six issues out with something like 18 yeah. different covers? And the final panel is the one where the writer tells you you're a sucker for having bought it. Just huh. bad. That upset Joe but, Patrick so bad. Um, <laughs> I'm just proposing that. We should, we should look at uh, 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 Irredeemable. Uh, Irredeemable also had a dark setting, very dark, uh, abysmal world, but it ends giving you some kind of place in appreciating comics and, and knowing the rules of the characters. Love the ending of Irredeemable. Yeah. If people haven't read it yet, please do. Um, that's it for me, nerds. Hope all is well. I'll talk to you all soon live sometime, right? Wasn't there news about an Irredeemable show, too? Wasn't there talk about that a while um, ago? I thought there was maybe some movie talk, but I don't, I don't remember. Recall. I don't really remember. I remember there was definitely talk. Uh, yeah. But the end of Irredeemable was excellent. And if you have not read Irredeemable, do so. It's yeah. such a great book. Uh, uh, the end of Wanted, though, is atrocious. It is. The end of Wanted, um, that was another one where the movie stuck the landing better than the book. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, question. With the exception of, like, the loom that shows the future. I don't know what that was. What? Um, like, you should have just done super villains yeah, like the comic. Just do the hitmen, super hitmen. That's fine. It's but, interesting uh, enough. Other than that, like, I thought the ending of Wanted, the movie, was way better. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, the, the ending comic. of the comic book was basically the main character turning and, like, looking you in the face and being like, fuck you, dude. You paid money for this shit. You're an idiot. Yeah. Blech, blech. You know, <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> It was so bad. And Joe Patrick threw a fit. I remember it. <laughs> like, put it down. You're like, no. <laughs> uh, that is, that's a good answer. Those are both good answers. It's like though. Mark Millar pooped on Joe Patrick's bologna sandwich. Yeah. He was upset. I was really looking forward to it. All right. Frank Cirillo. Take it away. Frankie's a smart guy. We love this guy. In a minute. There we go. Hey, guys. It's uh, Frank Cirillo from uh, upstate New York. Calling to say... How you doing? Yeah, that's it. I'm sick. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I'm glad uh, that's it. I was like, oh god, Frank. Finale, do you need to talk? I'm gonna go since someone already took Star Trek Next Generation. I'm gonna go um, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. I think that would be one of the best finales to which I can't believe I haven't thought about that until just now. I've really ever seen. Um, you know, uh, so just just really emotionally powerful. You know, brought a lot of the stories to an end. Plus, it kind of gave a little bit of a launching point for a new a new thing. Um, comic book finales, uh, I don't know, man. Do they ever really end? Yes, they do, I guess. Some of them do, some of them don't. Uh, I don't know. I kind of kind of dig the end of um, Sandman. Sandman was good, but that was like, you know, that kind of also kind of keeps going. Um, I really have a favorite comic book finale. You know, I've, I've just, you know, kind of stopped reading after a little while, but 
We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll think of something. Who knows? All right. Take it easy, guys. Have a good Saturday. Bye. Always good to hear from you, Frank. Get well. All right, buddy? Uh, Frank called back because he forgot something. So there's a very brief second message from Frank. Oh, for crying out loud. That's not how this works. Get one shot. Just play it. One shot and one like shot only. It's seconds long. Cirillo, oh, I swear to God, it's not your fault, but Joe Patrick's going to make me kill you. Hey, guys. It's uh, Frank Cirillo from uh, upstate New York calling to say... How you doing? Yeah, that's it. I'm sick. Okay. You're, you're playing the so, wrong anyway, one. Anyway, uh, this is the this is the other one. I'm gonna go. No, it's not the other one. There's a second one. Frank again. Sorry, I totally spaced. It's two sentences long. Oh, you just started this one. No, I didn't. I started an hour ago. Because I'm sick. The series finale of Mash. Yes, the series finale of Mash was so good. It was so good. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, that's all he was saying. I just said he forgot the series finale of MASH. That's a fantastic one. Ugh. It also says, I hate Frank at the beginning, so we know that the transcript's 100% accurate. (laughs) Hey, I hate Frank. It's Frank. (laughs) Uh, So we already talked about both of our comic book finales, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I'll. Starman and Preacher is mine, uh, without a doubt. I'll go ahead and give a, a, a close second to the finale of Hitman. Uh, which was uh, Garth Ennis and John McRae. Hitman was a good one. Uh, they, yeah. they, they spend so much time in the series talking about how uh, uh, Tommy and Nat are probably going to have like a Butch and Sundance yeah. uh, ending, and they totally do, yep. and it's kind of terrible, like terrible in a good way. Yeah, like Thelma Louise kind of way. Yeah, well, yeah, I, mean. <laughs> uh, I mean, they kind of go out on their own terms, yeah. but like there, there's in an insurmountable forces right. against them like they're just two dudes and uh yeah it's so great that whole series is so good it was wonderful uh my favorite tv series uh finale justified the end of justified where timothy oliphant sits down with the dude that plays boyd crowder i can't say his name right now walton goggins thank you walton goggins and they're in prison and like this whole story has been about these two men and how one guy tried to stay comfortable where he was in Kentucky as a piece of shit and a criminal and the other guy was a cop <laughs> and thought he was too good to be there and left and ended up being pulled back into the shit and they dodged each other and worked with each other and went around each other and came at each other and in the very end like after all is said and done there was this one woman that was a constant between the two of them too they were both in love with her at one point and he lets her get away he he finally he lets her escape and he comes to talk to Walter Goggins in prison to see if he knows that she's out there or not, to see if he knows that she's alive, right? Sorry, Walton Goggins. And he sits there and they talk for a little bit, and Walton Goggins is, you know, doing his tough guy bullshit. And finally, he just cuts him off and goes, do you know why I'm here? Do you know why I came to see you? He's like, I sure do, buddy. And he put his hand up on the glass, and he goes, because we dug coal together. (laughs) And you see Raylan Givens sit back and go, yeah, that's it. I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he, he doesn't know shit. You know? <laughs> it's such, and he just walks away, leaves him there in prison. It's such a wonderful ending to these, like, two men and the epic story they went through. And like, oh, did such you a great know, show. Did you know that Boyd Crowder was not supposed to be a main character? Yeah, not at all. It's just that Walton Goggins was so good yes so good because and it was elmore leonard and they were based on a series of elmore leonard books it was just a short story well it was i think it was was just a short short story it was one short story called fire in the hole 
Oh, I th- about the bombing of that church. I think there was more than that. I though. don't think so. Uh, well, regardless, yeah, Elmore Leonard was working on the show and was like, <laughs> you are on this show. You are in it. Absolutely, this is too good. And, it, and I th- it's got to be like that first conversation they have when he finally arrests him. It's Walter Goggins shoots like an RPG into a, into a <laughs> into church, a church yeah. and gets arrested. And they're like, where'd you get a, an RPG from and everything? And they're just rapping back and forth. And he's like, no, nah, I mean, like, I'm a Nazi, but I don't hate like black people. He's like, I love reggae, man. You know? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah. You ever seen Peter Tosh? And Walter Goggins like, I love Peter Tosh. He's like, oh, shit, dude. <laughs> and they have this little reggae conversation. <laughs> did any of this actually happen? Yes. Absolutely fact, did. Fact in like check, the John first Tavernick. or second episode. Please go check. It's wonderful. That's when I fell in love with that character. Uh, yeah, I mean they had to work. It's weird how they were able to sort of sort of make him a redeemable or at least likable character because he was a Nazi. He well, was a white supremacist. But he was also whatever he needed to be at the time. So he was a cockroach. That's what he was. Whereas Raylan Givens was stuck trying to do the right thing. He was a cockroach that would do whatever it took to survive. And if it meant running around with Nazis, then yes, he would run around with Nazis. If it meant that he had to pretend to be a preacher and sell drugs for a while, then that's what he did. And he like rounded all the Nazi guys up and he's like, we're not Nazis anymore, okay? We're, we found God. And they were like, what? <laughs> and he was like, just trust me. We're going to sell meth, but we found God. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the orientation of our bodies on the video is really freaking Brett Merriman's bean. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because uh, in the video on Facebook, your shirt is backwards. Yeah. But then when you look at my laptop in the video, uh, the, we are reversed. <laughs> uh, let me blow your mind, Brett. What you see on my laptop is the correct orientation of our bodies in real life. Yeah, I'm wearing a Korean knockoff Star Wars shirt, so it's backwards. That's the, so. But it's because we're using the selfie cam so that we can see the video. Okay, all right. I <laughs> cool, cool story. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and favorite video game, Red Dead Redemption 1, the end of that. The end of Red, the first Red Dead Redemption where, ugh, ugh. Cried like baby. <laughs> it just got me, man. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't even the end. <laughs> no, you ended up playing some more, but the end of the character arc. Ending. The end of the main character, yeah. Oh. Uh, well, and the same thing in Red Dead 2. They're all Westerns. It's, They're all Westerns, and they kill me every time. It was it was pretty brutal. If you ride off into the sunset or you ride to certain doom, you, like, you've got Matt Bomb. He's in. <laughs> like, I love it. I, I love it. All right, we got to get out of here. Give us a new question of the week. Did you pick one while we did. did all this? Patrick said John Tverdick's scenario just happened. <laughs> it was a series of books. No, it was one short story. Okay, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I don't think it was just one short story. I think it was. there I mean, were more than fine. one. This week's new question was submitted by Phil Lee via the THN forums. Who's your favorite fake dick? That's fictional detective or private investigator. For Raylan Givens is a four-book series. Fire in the Hole was one short story. This is Raylan Givens, four-book series, Kindle editions, available on Amazon. You want to call them and tell them they're wrong? Fire in the Hole <laughs> is one short story. Fine. Raylan Givens is the main character. I was talking about Boyd Crowder. The pilot was based on oh, one short the story. That, okay, where yes. that Boyd starred in. I thought you were trying to tell me the Justified Jesus was one H. short Christ. story. Jesus H. Christ. Jesus. Get you, off of it. Speak English. Huh? You are. God. You are. <laughs> Rambo did ride off in the sunset in the latest movie. Oh, that's terrible. Because mm. the end of the last Rambo, not this latest one, but the last one, where he like comes back 
from the jungle and he returns to Nebraska. He's from Nebraska. That's how you know he's a badass. And he's like walking down this like long, dusty farm road and he walks up to this like beat up old like mailbox and it says Rambo on it. And he reaches in and takes the mail and he like looks down this long driveway and there's his home and he turns and walks towards his house because his long war is finally over and he can return home to where he came from. Oh, God. <laughs> They poured me out of the theater. <laughs> I died. It was so, oh. And to hear this new Rambo sucks, that kills me. I love Rambo so much. I'm just going to go ahead and read this question if that's uh, all right. Read the question of the week. All right. This uh. week's question was submitted by Phil Lee via the THN forums. Who's your favorite fake dick? That means fictional detective or private investigator, if you don't know the slang. Okay. Uh, to clarify for Matt, any genre or medium, so not just comics, Good. TV, movies, what have you. Okay. So you um, can say like Columbo. You could. Okay. Uh, whether it's DC's featureless Flatfoot Renee Montoya, a.k.a. The Question, or Grandmaster of the Mystery Writers of America, Walter Mosley's Gilded Ghetto Gumshoe, Easy Rollins. Oh. I can't wait to hear the name of all the dicks you nerds love. I love it. My response on Call the forums. Call us and talk about your favorite private dick. My response on the forums was, that's a lot of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, noon, and night. Dick, 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 dick. <laughs> Got my Madonna's big dick in one ear. <laughs> All right, that's enough dick talk. We're getting out of here. I got to go watch the Cornhuskers get their asses kicked. Uh, thank you to everybody that played along with us today. We do this every week. 402-819-4894 is the number. Leave us a message. If you couldn't be here live, shoot us an MP3 and uh, call us next week. Let's talk about your favorite private detectives. It became a book series after the fact. Boom! Oh, in your please. face! It, there, was, there was more than one book or short story is what I was saying. Yeah, yeah so, after. And there was several other, I'm sure, after the fact. But Elmore Leonard wrote more than one, period, before uh -huh. he died. Uh-huh. All right, we're getting out of here. Thank you so much. And uh, this is a two-headed nerd. Signing off. Real contentious this episode.